I'm Dave Champion. We don't often get the opportunity to take something that the establishment or some institute within the establishment says and look at it in the light of history. Now, I've done that in body science. I, I look at what all of these large institutions and government have said, and I show you in body science that over 60 years, they've consistently lied. And I don't mean a little bit. I mean, like, blatantly lied. But this particular example today deals with our current situation, SARS-CoV-2, and predictions made just a wee bit more than five weeks ago, and what really happened. Now, these predictions were made by the Harvard University Global Health Institute and the Edmund J. Safra Center for Ethics. For ethics. Yeah, I think they need to look that word up. I should begin by telling you my experience in looking at the <clears throat> science offered by the Harvard University Global Health Institute over the last handful of years has led me to the point wherever I see that they are the source of, I know it's going to be scientific nonsense because they exist just to promote an establishment narrative and science really isn't their thing. An AOL news story came up from July 31st, not that long ago, right? So let me read the, uh, the punchline from that July 31st AOL news article. If the Harvard experts had their way, 13 states would lock down right now. So you know this is going to get really good from here, right? Harvard also defined its goal in the article as to provide clear metrics that will help communities determine the severity of the outbreak they are responding to. So I know I'm being a little biased up front here. Uh, you'll see what the data says in a few minutes. But if it comes from the Harvard University Global Health Institute, I'm here to tell you, they're talking about clear metrics. It's just nonsense. What they mean is a metrics that will support the establishment narrative. Trying to better define this aforementioned clear metrics, Danielle Allen, who is the director of the Safra Center, said, the public needs clear and consistent information about COVID risk levels in different jurisdictions for personal decision making and policymakers need clear and consistent visibility that permits differentiating policy across jurisdictions. This is so good. I can't wait. Harvard put these 13 states that they said need to go into lockdown right now. This is back in late July, um, into what they call the red category, all right? So these 13 states are the red category, the dangerous. This is almost like the terror watch color code, right? So let's see what Harvard had to say. At the red level, jurisdictions have reached a tipping point for uncontrolled spread and will require the use of stay-at-home orders and advisories to mitigate the disease. A tipping point for uncontrolled spread. And that requires stay-at-home orders. Really? Do tell, Harvard. Yeah, in a moment, we're going to take a look and see exactly how accurate that assessment is by Harvard boneheads. According to Harvard, a suppression strategy, that's what they call it in the report, a suppression strategy is the most efficient path towards a restored economy without future lockdowns. Successful suppression efforts can work relatively fast to restore jurisdictions to near zero case incidents in a matter of one to two months. 
I should point out that none of the people writing these reports at Harvard are going to lose their salary, their jobs, their businesses, their careers, their benefits, their kids' health insurance, or anything from these one to two month lockdowns. So, you know, they're free to say whatever they want. There'll be no price to them. All right, so you know I love the graphs, right? I'm going to show you a bunch of graphs of those 13 states. I'm going to burn through them really quickly, so you don't have to worry. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that. But it'll illustrate the point. But in order to illustrate the point, I want to start with this graphic, which is from Sweden. Sweden was the first place on the planet to hit herd immunity. And this, you got to have the red line to get to the blue line, is what I have dubbed the herd immunity pyramid. And the reason I'm showing you the Swedish version right now, because they were the first one, is that's going to look awfully familiar to you as we burn through these 13 graphics. I took these screenshots on September 9th, but depending on which graph you're looking at, uh, some of the data end date is September 2nd, and some of them are more current. Last note, you're going to see when I get to Arkansas and Tennessee, the blue line is much more shallow. It's not quite the steep pyramid. The blue line is more shallow. Well, yeah, that's how herd immunity operates in states that are predominantly rural. I think an important point, since we're talking about Harvard demanding new lockdowns, is that none of these 13 states in Harvard's red category, none of them initiated any new lockdowns. So let's roll with the graphs. I'm so excited. Here's Florida. God, got to love that herd immunity pyramid. And Louisiana. Yeah, same thing. Mississippi, Alabama, Arizona, Tennessee, Georgia, Nevada, South Carolina, Texas, Idaho, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Harvard was demanding fresh lockdowns back in late July. They didn't do it. And where did they all end up? So after viewing those graphs, I think we really need to revisit this statement that Harvard said suppression strategies are the most efficient path towards a restored economy without future lockdowns. Not one of those 13 states followed Harvard's demand for locking down. And they're, in every single case, they have herd immunity and case numbers are plummeting. Good job, Harvard. So now that we validated that the Harvard University Global Health Institute couldn't get it right if their life depended on it, and never have, I've never seen anything out of them that's factually accurate, uh, they did have this color code thing, right? So the 13 states that they were 100% wrong about, those were in the red zone. So they also had the next level down, which was orange. I'm only going to talk about one state that was in the orange, and that state is California, where California Governor Newsom on July 15th imposed a new round of lockdowns. So let's take a look and see what that has accomplished. What you're looking at is a graph of California, and it goes through about September 5th. So I want to point out, first of all, to people who are listening on the podcast, what you're seeing here is right around ooh, June 15th, when uh, Newsom starts loosening up on the draconian, artificial, unsustainable lockdown, there's a pretty rapid spike in numbers. I mean, it climbs at probably at least a 45 degree angle through roughly uh, maybe July 15th, so over about a 30 day period. Uh, then there's sort of a, there's a little dip and then there's an increase and that increase looks to be about maybe August 10th or so. It's kind of hard to tell on these graphs. 
On July 15th is when he imposed the new round of lockdowns, and we see the cases drop dramatically through again about September 5th. Those of you who are watching on video, you'll see that the upward trending line is in green and the downward trending line is in red. This is not my usual, you've got to have the red line to get to the blue line because that's all about herd immunity. What we're looking at here is not. What we're looking at here, the green line represents the natural occurrence when you lift an artificial unsustainable construct called lockdown. And then the red line is where Newsom puts that artificial unsustainable construct back in place and cases drop exactly as we would expect. But that's not the whole story, is it? No. Newsom's going to have to loosen up on the artificial unsustainable construct that he just put in place again. So what we have is where he loosened up the first time, the numbers rose. As I've been telling you for months and months and months, that's the natural way a virus operates on the planet Earth in humanity, in mankind. And then when he imposed a new lockdown, Everybody's got to stay home. People aren't working. Of course the numbers are going to drop down. But again, I want to go back to a virus operates on the planet Earth within the community of mankind exactly as it operates. And no governor, it doesn't matter if you're a dictatorial ass like Newsom, no governor can defeat a virus. So what's going to happen is the numbers are going to drop down and then he's going to go home. Look at what a great job I did. Well, now we can start opening California back up. Now, I'm sure he's not just going to, that's not Newsom's way to just say, okay, I was wrong. Let's just open up and get to herd immunity. He's not going to do that. He's going to have a phased opening. Notice this motion, upward movement on a diagonal, phased opening. And what are we going to see with new cases? Yeah, <laughs> upward phase at a diagonal. The new cases are going to track the degree to which he opens up society. It's just plain and simple as that because viruses do what viruses do. So we saw that Harvard University's Global Health Institute was just flat out 100% wrong. And then we have Newsom, if they're an idiot, if there ever was one. He is so arrogant. He has so much hubris, he thinks he can control a virus. Um, and he might have been influenced by the bogus Harvard words. So then he locks his state back down. And of course, we're going to see his state's case, new daily case numbers go up as soon as he starts lifting that nonsense. And so, yeah, the real numbers you've seen today, they support everything I've been telling you for months and months and months. People should not believe me, no matter how right I am. People should believe prestigious and auspicious organizations such as Harvard University Global Health Institute and the Edmund J. Safra Center for Ethics. Ethics. Lying their ass off is ethics in 2020. Ah. <laughs>